It's Sunday, May 29th, 2022. I'm Lori Bowen, and you're listening to Real Talk with Lori. How are you? How was that week? It's the end of May. I know I have to talk about this. I'm sorry, but I have been watching off and on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial as most of the world has been the last several weeks they've been going at it and I didn't watch all of it I got a lot of um, updates from my friend Sarah you gotta follow her on uh, on TikTok she's triplet tribe I think is what she calls herself um, but she's hilarious and I just watch her to get my updates it was really disturbing, especially I couldn't even listen to Amber's testimony. It made me ill. It just I I didn't I couldn't. But I listened to pretty much everything Johnny said, not all of it, but you know, it's obvious. It's obvious. And I'm so glad that he he decided to do this because there are men that get beat a lot. There are narcissistic women. You know, narcissism comes from childhood trauma. Usually when the child is, you know, basically given too much and just given, like didn't have to take responsibility for anything and was just told they're perfect the whole time and just overly um, giving. And so they think that there's nothing wrong with them. They think they truly think that there's something wrong with everybody else. Even Amber in her situation, you know, when she was talking about that she's getting thousands upon thousands of death threats a day, which is, that's a sad, that's sad to think that, you know, there's that many people in the world that want her dead. Was she horrific? Was she a horrible person? Is she I mean, if you believe what Johnny Depp says, I, I believe him. I think he's very convincing. I think his lawyers were phenomenal, just absolutely riveting to watch them and the team and and the huge difference between his team and her team. And, you know, true, he has more money than her probably. And now hopefully he will after this because she's, you know, I, I almost feel sorry for her. Because, you know, her career is over. There's nobody that's going to want to hire her. She's going to be blackballed. You know, I don't know what she's going to do. I hope she invests her money well, you know, um, opens a restaurant or I don't know. But her career as an actress is over. And that's, I mean, obviously she's, uh, she's going to get what she put out and it's her own fault, but she really needs help. The problem with narcissists is they rarely get help because they don't think there's anything wrong with them. They think it's everybody else. They make up excuses. They lie and 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 they lie lie so much that they get to a point that they believe their own lies. And if you're a kind-hearted person like person after person after person describes Johnny Depp as a southern gentleman, a peaceful person. Yes, he had substance uh, problems with opioids and alcohol, but flip, who doesn't, man? Like, especially in Hollywood, right? And he's, he's worked hard to get clean and sober. And yeah, he said some pretty nasty things, but you know, 
we all do at some point in our lives. None of us are perfect. And he, you know, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for men to say that a woman was abusive to them. And uh, it's great that he came out. He basically opened this whole Pandora's box open for men to start to come forward and, and tell their truth about relationships they've been in because there are some nasty women out there. Anyway, that was almost five minutes of Johnny Depp. I thought it was great and I can't wait to see what's going to happen with his career now. Um, I never really, I mean, I loved him in Pirates of the Caribbean and Edward Scissorhand and he's made so many good movies. He's in a phenomenal actor. Um, but I like him even more now. I have even more respect for him now. He's, uh, he's a unique individual. I didn't know that he came from a traumatic childhood. Um, so I could really relate to him, you know, as far as getting involved with somebody that is, uh, you know, controlling or narcissistic, abusive. That's kind of been my MO too, because narcissistic people are people that are um, borderline personality disorder with histrionic personality disorder. That's what they diagnosed Amber with. Totally makes sense. Very dramatic. A lot of anger. Um, it, all of it fits. It fits together like a puzzle. So I don't know what happened in her childhood. Why she has ended up with these personality disorders. They're treatable, not with medication though, with therapy, hard work. It's hard work to to convince them otherwise, which is why they never get help. And they do often end up with very kind-hearted people, empathetic people, empaths. You know, you're an empath if you pick up on everybody else's feelings, if you need to be alone to recharge yourself. If you're very kind and generous and giving and compassionate, you're probably an empath. And although it's a beautiful thing to be an empath, you're also a target for people like Amber Heard, people that have um, borderline personality disorder, narcissistic tendencies, people that, you know, have their thoughts are very disturbing, you know. And it's kind of like discouraging for all of us to see the ugliness of her, to see the ugliness of another shooting in the U.S. and Texas, 19 kids. Like, I just, it just blows my mind. I wasn't going to talk about this, but how can you not? You know, another mass shooting in the U.S., and but the, you know, the NRA, the National Gun Association, whatever it's called, Rifle Association, I'm not sure, sorry, Um, they got a lot of money and they've got a lot of power and they put a lot of pressure on the government and it's the government that makes the rules about guns but I don't know why people in America need these assault rifles that are for war you know you want to my heart goes out to to every family I mean not just these kids it's been a lot of kids And it shouldn't be happening. It really should not be happening. And it really does get, especially for somebody like myself that's trying to put out good in the world, trying to put out positive uh, vibes and content 
and you constantly hear all this really bad news, bad news, the way people are acting, and you wonder, are we ever going to wake up and realize that life is about love and not about hate? Being here, we're all here for a purpose, and it's simply to love. And we're failing pretty poorly, I have to say. (laughs) But I just wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, being depressed, being down, when something goes wrong, um, when you're looking for a job and you don't have money and you're worried about money, or there's something you want to do and you can't get all the money together to do it. Maybe it's a course you want to take or, or, or something. Maybe you want to hire a coach to help you. Um, and then sometimes it feels like door after door after door after door is closed in your face and you just can't get anywhere. That's what's kind of been happening with me the last several years. Um, probably, probably about the last four or five years. I've been looking all across this province for a job. I've been self-employed for many, many years. But to be able to move on and, and you know, buy a property and, you know, have your car payment and get a mortgage and that kind of thing, it's a lot easier if you have a job. And... I went to university and I have a teaching degree and I also um, have a master's of social work degree. I did leave the college so I can't uh, do psychotherapy, I can't do clinical social work, but I can I can do all kinds of things um, that don't require be belonging to the College of Social Workers. And then I belong to the College of Teachers. so. You know, you would think that it would be easier to get a teaching job these days, but it's not. It's not. I applied for a bunch. I've applied for so many jobs. Um, I've lost count. And it does get discouraging. You think, you know, my husband has a really good job. He makes over 100000 teaching at our local college. I'm like, I have applied there, I don't know how many, hundreds of times probably over the years. I've had a couple interviews, but I've certainly never gotten a job. Um, and then this past week, I've been—I was working with, um, just doing a little bit of respite work with this uh, a Down syndrome boy, and his father fired me. Just boop, we're gonna make a change, and we'll let you know if we if we uh, you know want to work with you again. I was like, this is so weird. What's going on? Like. You know, it's only four hours a week, but he was he was put out because I was looking for another job. And I was thinking, well, how could you not think I wouldn't look for another job? Four hours a week isn't enough to get by. Anyway, I just let it go. I let it go. And I thought, you know, it's okay. That's a door that closed. I wasn't really happy doing that work. I was doing it because I needed the money. But it, it wasn't my passion. I don't really want to spend... You know, I, I would go to their house and play with this kid in the basement for two hours, twice a week, basically. And they weren't too keen on me taking him out, which is what I thought it was going to be about. I took him out once in six months, and it was only like a few weeks ago. So I'm not really sure uh, what was going on there, but it wasn't, you know, after six months of doing the same thing and trying to engage him and stuff like that, you know, I was getting bored. So I know he was getting bored and he really enjoyed the day I did bring him out to meet my horses and stuff, but I'm going to really miss him. And I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. So I was kind of down the last couple of days and I just want to encourage you, you know, if you're going through something similar where, you know, jobs aren't working out and 
relationships are strained and you look around and nothing seems good or happy, joyful. We got to hang in there. We got to hang in there. We just have to keep going. I know that exercise is one of the best things for depression. I have a gym membership at a very nice gym, the Tall Ships Landing in Brockville. It's almost $100 a month because it's a very fancy gym, <laughs> the Tall Ships in Brockville. But they have a salt water pool and they have a salt water hot tub. And that is really good if you have chronic pain. I haven't been since December. I have not been. I tried to get out of the membership and they're like, nope, you got to pay for a year and then you got to give three months notice. So you got to pay for a year and three months, basically. And so I've been paying, even though, you know, I don't really have a hundred bucks to throw out the window every month. So I'm going to go. I got to go. I got to, sometimes you just have to tell yourself, get up and go. You know, it's okay to stay in bed and, you know, just watch TikTok all day for a day and maybe don't eat so great, but only for one day. You can't keep doing that day after day. It really takes effort. You know, you got to push yourself, go outside. I think having pets is, is really good because, you know, I have horses. I have to feed them twice a day. I have to make sure they have water. I have a dog, the same. She just got fixed, so now she has meds and stuff, so I have to take care of her. And um, there's a cat here, too, that I take care of. So just those those three things every day, I'm getting up and I'm going and taking care of animals. And being around a horse, it really does just help you to feel better. And so I'm outside a lot. I'm in nature, whether it's raining, snowing, sunny, hot. I mean, they want to get fed. So I got to be out there. So I know being out in nature, being with animals, um, going and working out. If you don't want to go to a gym, you know, go for a walk. There's so many trails around Ottawa and forests. You know, there's the Limerick Forest out here and Ferguson Forest. Um, go for a nice walk along the water. I do all these things by myself and I'm starting to really um, cherish my times. You know, like this morning I went out to Dunrobin and I, of course, stopped at the Heart and Soul Cafe. If you know about it, please go and visit them. They didn't have power for a week and they lost a lot of food and they just opened today. And so I was happy to be there and I went and saw Sarah and Tim and the triplets they, that's her, it's Sarah Bowen, it's her family that owns the, um, the cafe, so, you know, I haven't been out, so it's about an hour drive from where I live, so I go out there, and I have a nice breakfast, and, um, it doesn't matter that I don't have somebody to talk to at the table, I'm enjoying the food, and, and, uh, you know, I know the staff there, and, I've, I've become a regular, you know, and they're very nice to me. And then I go shopping in their little shop next door. So it was a nice, uh, nice day out for a few hours. And on my way home, I picked up some flowers and, um, I got to stop buying flowers because man, I could spend easily thousand dollars on flowers. Uh, easy. I, I don't cause I don't have a thousand to spend on flowers, but you know, at least 250 every year. I have a pretty big property and uh, I like to have flowers. When clients come to hang out with the horses, I, I want it to look nice. Um, so every year I, I spend several hundred dollars on flowers. But this year 
I think I spent 250 and that's it. I'm stopping there because I can't, well, I can't really afford it. So, because I don't have a job. <laughs> I'm, I laugh, but, um, you know, it was only $92 a week, which seems like nothing, but it actually, it was my food every week. So every little bit helps. So I'm still looking. I've applied for a few jobs at the school board and um, I'm still uh, going to, I think what I'm going to do is think about what my passion is. And my passion is writing and Send Me an Angel, which is a musical that I wrote during script writing. And I need to keep working on that and I need to take time each day to work on it. And now that I don't have a job, I'll have more time to do that. And I'm going to, so this is what I'm going to do. I've already started drinking more water. So that's good. Drinking more water is always good, no matter what you're going through. Um, but I am going to go to the gym. I'm going to go Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. I'm going to go. Okay, maybe not tomorrow morning because I have, but I'll go in the afternoon or something. Maybe the evening, whatever. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday going to go to the gym. I'm going to spend at least two to three hours a day working on my script, getting the rights for the music, and I'm going to get my income tax completed. I've been putting it off. I don't know about you, but do you put it off if you do it yourself? I, I just, all the paperwork and the, and the, just the math. <laughs> I don't know. I hate doing it. But um, I do it myself. I'm doing it myself this year. So uh, the programs are so self-explanatory. Anybody could do it. So um, just trying to accomplish things, you know. I found a girl who's going to come out and help me with my gardens because I love gardens. And having a beautiful garden um, just makes me feel better. And I spend money every week and I buy bird seed. And I have bird feeders that I go around and I fill them up because just watching the birds brings me joy listening to music and singing and being involved in music I'm going to volunteer for the Kempville Music Festival that's coming the end of July there's some great acts coming um, so I'm going to get on board there and you know volunteering is an excellent way to get out of a rut there's so many music festivals in Ottawa the jazz festival is coming up soon um, there's, there's a festival in, um, Mallory town. There's blues fest, uh, the beginning of June at the happy acres campground. Um, Kempville one has been going on, I guess probably about five years now or so. And this is the first year I'm going to be volunteering and I'm excited about it cause I'm going to meet people and hear great music and, you know, being around music is, is really, I need to keep myself connected to music and musicians. And I want to remind people to please, 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 please follow me on Twitter and share my tweets. I'm trying to encourage Neil Young to come and play next year, April 20th to 23rd, 2023 for the Ottawa Grassroots Festival. If he, if he comes, we'll make so much money, right? Obviously, Neil Young. Um, and we're going to give some to the shelters in Ottawa. You know, the Mission, um, Shepherds of Good Hope, Cornerstone, I think it's called for women. 
There's several, several, there's lots actually. I know that they could use um, some help. So follow me on Facebook. I have, um, I have two websites. I have healingminis.ca and I have lauriebowen.goddaddysites.com. And that's my writing one. I actually created that website for school and haven't upgraded it yet like because it's a free one so um yeah but follow me on um i'm on instagram facebook i'm on tiktok i'm on all of them twitter twitter is the one i'm really trying to um get people to help me get neil young to ottawa he hasn't been here for well he was supposed to come almost 10 years ago and he had to cancel and he's he married got married in 2018 i didn't even know this i'm his, i'm a big fan of him i knew he was with daryl hannah but i didn't know they got married but they did a couple years ago on his yacht in washington and then they had an, another wedding in california so good for him it's time neil please come i hope you're doing well everyone hang in there get up every day and start a gratitude journal that really helps when you're down. Hopefully next Sunday we'll have some more positive things to talk about. But until then, take care. Stay safe. We're going to get through this. Bye for now.